0: Welcome to season four of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me A Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. An inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Paul Roberts.
1: And I'm his wife, Carol. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I have been bringing special guests to you since the beginning of 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living.
0: Throughout the month of December, we are sharing our interview with our good friend, Carrie Alexander, who uses her creativity and passion for flowers as the owner of the Sunshine Flower Farm. Today, we will continue to hear more about this budding entrepreneur, I love to say that, Right here in the Silver Valley.
1: Here is episode two of our Dreams and Bones interview with flower farmer, Carrie Alexander.
2: It is, and it's crazy because when I started, so many people said, oh, you won't be able to grow any flowers up there. It's too shady. Uh And I... And I'm always just kind of laughing because I had that same kind of, you know, thoughts about Big Creek. Mm-hmm. And then I drove up there one time and I, my neighbor, when you first drive up our road, if you look to the left, they've always had just a gorgeous garden. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, wow, if they can grow flowers right there, you right. know, I, I can grow flowers just how yeah. many more yards up the road. Mm-hmm. Our property opens up really nicely. And the only thing we have is we have those deep set big mountains, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're in that canyon yes. and that makes gardening really interesting. What I learned... This last summer is that cool flowers grow a very short amount of time in late spring, to, to very very early summer for most folks. Mm-hmm. But in my my neck of the woods, I can grow cool flowers all summer long. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, so yeah. like yeah,
2: sweet peas for example. Oh, sure. I could not believe yeah. I mean,
1: the sweet peas were still here till they froze. Yes. I could not believe that. Yes. And a yes. lot
2: of climates where it starts to get really hot, when you're in the, like the high 80s and the 90s every mm-hmm. day, sweet peas don't like heat. Yeah. And they like their feet to be really moist, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that the water is happening. I mean, I was watering every day with the irrigation, of course, which makes it really be- a lot better. But mm-hmm. I literally harvested sweet peas from June until I put my beds to sleep in mm-hmm. October.
1: Oh, yeah. I know. I couldn't believe how... How
2: they just kept coming! coming. Oh, oh, my, oh my gosh, they were incredible, yeah. and I had a lot of Grandiflora uh, varieties. Um, they're they're the most beautiful fragrance. I've never smelled sweet mm-hmm. peas until this year, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh! I know
1: you kept talking. You'd refer to the sweet peas, and I'm like. I should smell, you know, and I'd bleed over, and it's like,
2: wow, those are so nice. Aren't they wonderful? I mean, that fragrance, you just can't, I don't think you can even bottle that fragrance. I know. They've done a pretty good job. They try, but yeah, Yeah, they've done a pretty good job with rose, the scent of rose, Mm -hmm. but oh, but sweet peas, I just don't know. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm now, Mitch is going to build for me a permanent structure, and we're going to make it a little bit longer just... To have for sweet peas because we know that sweet peas is a very high performing flower for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, what else did what, stock did not do well for me because I think I planted it too late. Mm. It's another one that's so fragrant, and I'm going to try it again this year. If I don't have success with it, I'm going to it's out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's so fragrant, and I'm hoping that if I can just get it in the ground, you don't you don't trust the process sometimes. So it's like especially where we live, it's like the ground's still so cold, it's freezing. Yeah. Well, and every year it's different too. You know, yeah. every spring you never yeah. know what yeah. the yeah. Well, and then you forget. Get like with, with cool flowers most cool flowers can handle frost mm-hmm. and i just could not wrap my hand around that i'm like oh no that's going to kill my little babies that yeah. i started inside i've been taking care of my grow room and so with sweet peas i was i just was I, I wasn't so afraid about those guys because i watched them flourish on my back porch right from well january february march april planted <laughs> them in may mm-hmm. and i had them five months just growing right in mm-hmm. my house then on my back porch yeah but with everything else like the stock um snapdragons i was really nervous to plant them out before, while well, we were still having frost. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge mistake. They can tolerate it, they're mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. And so, with stock, I'm gonna plant it even earlier than I did my snapdragons, and see if I might have success. Yeah. I may do a low tunnel mm-hmm. over it too, because it kind of does like some protection mm. from what I've read, what I've studied. Yeah. So, anyway, I can grow cool flowers mm-hmm. all season long, which is oh. really exciting. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, your dahlias, of course. Uh,
2: yeah. And I kind of feel like the little dahlia diva queen, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I, last year I had put, oh, 204 tubers into my wine cellar for storage. Mm-hmm. This year, Abby came and helped me, my daughter mm-hmm. Abby. And we put 400 and, I think I had about seven that were rotten. About 420 tubers went into my wine mm-hmm. cellar. Yeah.
1: Wow.
2: Can you imagine? I know. Well, I need because <laughs> this is
1: the first year that I've really planted, Cause I did them in pots and then I dug them up and I mean, and then they're all over everywhere. I mean, they're just like, you know, yeah and, um, and I ended up, yeah, I, I wrapped them in the saran wrap and we have, our garage is heated, but it's not really hot. And then I put it closer to the other end. So I'm going to see if how that works, yeah. but they were pretty, they seem pretty healthy. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. So, are you?
2: Did you cut your tubers then? Or you? Going I did. To I'm going to do
1: it in the spring. Cool. I'm going to wait. Yeah. Awesome. Because I it was because well, in fact, you know, we had that big freeze, and then yes. I couldn't I couldn't dig them up because they were too frozen. Oh. So I had to wait. You know, finally the next week, toward the end, and my glads the same way. It's like I had to wait till they could be dug up, but yeah. I got them all and Good. You know, got them all
2: Good. stored. So yeah, it's a process. It's a process. Yeah. We did. I do cut. Yeah. Um, I've just found they're easier to store when they're all like I could just mm-hmm. have a lot Yeah, and I don't containers. have as many. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and then this was and and I read, you know, you can do it, or but then in the spring the little eyes come out better or something. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll just wait and have an hour more time. I do
2: agree with that. Um, because all of mine really eyed up in storage. Mm-hmm. They really eyed up and you could really see and yeah. I literally had it was crazy. Mm-hmm. You just, I mean you, you can so easily see the eyes. I I'm pretty good at recognizing them. And I'm teaching yeah. Abby how to recognize mm-hmm. those smaller eyes. Yeah, But um, it's like performing surgery. And mm-hmm. Abby, of course, is a dental assistant. And she said mm-hmm. to me numerous times, oh, my gosh, I feel like we're performing surgery on somebody's teeth. Yes. You know, you're cutting these viable tubers out. Right. And sometimes some clumps are easier to cut than others. Mm-hmm. My storage mediums were saran wrap, I think works amazingly well. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes for people who don't like plastic, you know, the use of plastic, oh. is kind of wasteful, but it really does work really well. Mm-hmm. And then here, vermiculite didn't work as well for me, but peat moss works really well. Yeah. And so I, I read that a lot. About it. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Saran wrap. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I figure we'll see what happens. And, but they, but they were fun. I mean, and I wish they would come on earlier. I mean, they kind of start mm-hmm. coming on. But then, by the time you know, I mean October, I could not believe. It's like I cut them one week. Oh, this is the last one. And then next, <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh, I've got another thing. Oh, I'm, I've
2: they're got They're prolific more. bloomers. Oh,
1: they're yeah. They're prolific. They and I, they were actually more beautiful, I think, in the fall. You know, as it yeah. was getting. Cooler.
2: Have you planted them from seed?
1: No, This were yeah. So
2: I recommend. Um, that this year I planted from seed for the very first time. So I started them in my house in my grow room, mm-hmm. and I had bought um, the florette. Uh, the bee's choice uh, dahlia seeds, mm-hmm. and so I started them in, that, in my grow room. They all did really well, and then I did some in pots, and I did some in my front flower beds, and mm-hmm. I also did some in uh, on, the, on the farm actually. And the cool thing about you don't know what the seedling dahlias are going to look like. You have no clue what's going mm. to be the style, the color, uh-huh. it, it, nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But if you love what it what what you know what it puts out. You can actually pull those clumps, and you can—it will be true to the mother clump, to the mother tumor, that whatever that variety is. So I did save. Two out of all my seedlings I did, I saved two varieties, and I and I named them. Mm-hmm. Um, the one just looked like a sun, like a sun. It had yeah. just a wonderful fun, kind of an anemone kind of a feel to it. Oh yeah, um, just really super fun. And so I named that one Abby. And then the one right next to it is kind of that same style, that anemone kind of style. Mm-hmm. And I named that one Kate. Oh, so it's daughter Abby, and then my my yeah. first or my first niece from my sister's side, no, my side of the family, not my Alexander side, but is is Kate. So I named that other one Kate. Oh, so I do have those in clumps because okay. the two I Noticed weren't quite as big as like some of my other ones. I thought, well, I'll divide you in the spring. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. So if I so if I asked you the question, is there more science or creativity to this process? Mm. Uh, because we are on this creativity thing, but man, you guys are sitting here talking science, (laughs) right? Right? I know. But
2: I think there's a lot of creativity in science. I, I agree. I agree. I think. That's such a great question paul um no there's definitely some science that's going on and i think you know, god created doctors right <laughs> and scientists yeah, yeah, right absolutely and the smarts and the know-how and the you know the um perseverance to keep trying mm-hmm. right so i think the same application could be with gardening as well there's mm-hmm. so much science there i mean you have to have Soil. You have to have good seed. You mm-hmm. have to have sunshine. You have mm-hmm. to have water or right. rain, right? Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. nutrients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do believe that it takes so much love. Mm-hmm. It takes so much love, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and belief. Yeah, perseverance. Yeah. And so I do think that comes from the from our creator, mm-hmm. the creative side. Yeah, and it was your dad that had yeah. that the the, yeah. co- the comment believe about the seed. seed. Believe, yeah. in believe in your seed, seed. Yeah. Paul. I when we had our meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, And we talked about that. I I wrote that down in my journal about Mm. believing in your Mm scene. I love that so much.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track. This is what Grow Me A Story is all about. Paul and Carol Wollum-Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones.
2: my seed dramatically this last year (laughs) yeah oh i bet and then it's weird when you get into a lull like and that last in the spring you've got daffodils you've got tulips you've got these other like flowers but then as far as a focus flower goes for a florist it's like i kind of had this lull of oh i don't really have much right now i did have early sunflowers because i started so much inside yeah uh, so I did have sunflowers for focal flowers, but then until I kind of had to wait until I had to wait for dahlias mm-hmm. to really mm-hmm. turn on. Yeah. So my seedling dahlias bloomed earlier okay. than my tuber dahlias. Mm-hmm. So, so that's where I was going with that. Is that if you yeah. do plant seedling dahlias, you will have blooms. But the base life of those seedling dahlias, at least most of my seedling dahlias, was a little more brief mm-hmm. than my regular, you know, gorgeous right. ball dahlias and mm-hmm. the different the different yeah. forms.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that, because um, I, I think you told me, you know, about, was it the Sluggo X that you can use for? Yeah,
2: Sluggo Plus. Plus,
1: yes. And uh, and I didn't have any. I had the regular stuff. And I think I had put that out, you know, when I first planted everything. Well, then these they were starting to open up and they were like, I'd half of it be eaten by something. Well, then I read that they don't like tea tree oil. And so I I thought, oh. I got a ton of that, so I ended up and I'd gotten this cute little fancy sprayer thing for my birthday, and so I put some in there and I started spraying them, and by gosh, they they quit being eaten. Oh. That's
2: so awesome! I know. And it's natural. it is that's so great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so awesome! I know. Okay. This is where most of us are trying to stay as organic right, as we can, which right. Logo Plus is. Yes. on the organic spectrum. Yes. I mean, it's not bad for pets no, or anything like no.
1: that but, yeah, yeah. yeah I felt really good in fact I didn't have hardly any slugs at all this year good for you I was. I couldn't believe it you know because yeah. I just kind of spread it all and I only did it once I mean it says you know do it so and I just toward the end I was seeing some like kind of around where my potatoes were and stuff but but they sure weren't yeah. all like those little ones that seemed to eat everything yeah. I didn't have that at all That's I, awesome. I know I could not believe it it was great yeah, that
2: is so <laughs> that is so so awesome yes yeah,
1: yeah. So then with your with your flowers then, what did what did you do with them this summer? You know, you grew them,
2: then I did. So I sold um, you know, my big customer is Sarah. It mm-hmm. was sold with Sarah, which I'm so grateful for her business. Yes. Uh, yeah. so it was really fun to sell to Sarah. And I you know it's funny, I when I think back, I was I wanted everything to be so perfect for her. Mm-hmm. So I am a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. I fight I fight that battle in mm-hmm. me every day. Yeah. Because we're not Supposed to live like that, right? right. That's it's too much stress. Yeah, right? it brings a lot of worry. It brings mm-hmm. fear, and we're not we're not supposed to live that, way. right? Yeah. So I felt like I had some pest pressure early on. I was so worried about that with my sweet peas. I noticed it. I noticed it with just some other flowers that I was growing. I had a little bit of pest pressure, mm-hmm. so I was almost not wanting to sell to her for a little bit. Oh. and and then I had sold her some stuff, and I was worried. I was talking to her about it, and she's like, "This is beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're growing. You're doing an organic right type of garden, which I really." I'm excited about mm-hmm. and don't worry, you know, I these these look beautiful, yeah, so I yeah. once I was able to kind of get over that little hurdle, mm-hmm. it, it felt really good. So I, I sold to Sarah, and then I also did um, I just had some other little customers that like the all class reunion came right, to me, you know, right? My sister Christine yes. would come to me and asked if you know, we if you guys could buy some flowers for the. For that particular teacher's yes, celebration teacher thing. So yeah. I did that. A lot of that was a donation, mm-hmm. and a little bit of sale. Yeah. Um, and I did that. And, of course, our PEO group, right. we were able to, I was able to oh, donate. Oh, that was
1: so fun. That... Towards our
2: bouquet making. I yeah. think we did about 15 bouquets yes. that night. Yes, I did have a few little customers that, you know, just wanted to buy some bouquets from me. Mm-hmm. And that's not really my my model mm-hmm. so much as building bouquets and selling bouquets like right. a florist. Uh, I do love to design. I mm-hmm. really do. It makes me, it really does feed me yeah. to do it. Yeah. But my, my business, my true model is really growing, being the grower, mm-hmm. uh, farming, doing that part of it. And then if I can do a little design work, mm-hmm. I'll I'll do it. Yeah. So I, and what else did I do? I had, I had a couple, there's a couple of opportunities I had to sell a little bit more big. Mm-hmm. And I just really didn't believe in myself mm-hmm. that I would have the product yeah. there. And I had so much product, you guys. Uh-huh. I was I failed so many times this summer, just not believing. Mm. I didn't believe I believed in my seed. Yeah. I didn't believe in the quantity yeah. that mm-hmm. God would yeah. be like, oh, look at this yes. abundance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Look at this abundance of flowers. Wow. And that's yeah. where I wow. that's where I kind of lost my belief.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, so I did create you know, lots of just, I wanted just to bless people mm-hmm. with bouquets. So yeah. I had a lot of different tours I did this summer. Huh. And I wouldn't want anyone to leave without not having a bouquet right. or something, right? Yeah. It could not even just been a little bouquet of sweet peas, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I did, I, I really donated a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted, it was right. my test year. It was my yes, year to see what exactly. I could grow. What would grow well? What right. wouldn't grow well? What yeah. I, you know, maybe what I want to grow more of or yeah. try next time. Yeah. So this year I didn't grow, t- I'm not growing tulips. Mm. I didn't plant one tulip. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, in flower farming world, you treat tulip as an annual. So you mm-hmm. lift the whole right. bulbs, so you have a nice long stem. They're expensive to buy the bulbs. I, yeah. I don't have a wholesale opportunity to, as of today yet. No. Um, So I really don't make a lot of money selling tulips. It takes Mm -hmm. up space. Yeah. Um, And then then they're all I mean, they're just kind of, yeah. And then I worry. There's a lot of issues for some people with tulip fire. And so it can really affect your soil. And so you should never plant tulips in the same location every year. So this year, so I invested quite a bit of money in daffodils. I have fun, beautiful, wonderful, amazing, different, unique daffodils. So those will continue to grow. Nice. And I'm super excited about daffodils. And then this year I'm trying anemones for the first time. Nice. Super excited to plant them. Yeah. Have
1: you planted anemones? I when I we lived in Meridian, I had them. Okay. Uh, and I liked them. I, I mean, they were fun to to have. I've never. I don't think I've ever grown them here. Well, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I do have some out in front here because I planted all kinds of little like early spring bulbs. Yeah. So maybe I do have some now yeah. that I think about and it. These are
2: kind of fun little corms. Yeah. There's yes. the ranunculas too, which I've never grown a ranuncula. Yes. And I next year I hope to add ranunculus into the into the Mm -hmm. mix for that kind of early spring well i don't know how long they'll go my property it's hard to say right you know yeah yeah i mean things like what else did really well Strawflower did really well status did amazing you know i never thought i would be a big fan of status Mm -hmm. and i love status in fact we just made flower crowns um abby and i and my sister-in-law jen and niece reagan are going to lauren daigle Mm -hmm. the concert on friday and we made Flower crowns to wear to the concert. Because oh, our whole kaleidoscope tour is, yeah. thank God I do. The video is all about flower yeah. power. And so, yeah. so we made flower crowns for the very first time. And I, so I dried straw flour, status. I had a little bit of... Um, of uh gonfrina that just was so beautiful. Yeah, so see, mine
1: never grew. I I tried in a couple different places and it just never came the, up. The
2: gonfrina? Yeah. You know, it was really slow for me, Carol. Mm-hmm. I kept waiting and waiting. Yeah. I'm like, when are you going in to In fact, get I home? think when we were there in
1: for the PO thing, I think I saw some, you yeah. know, that had come up. Yeah. And
2: I never got really super long stems of my gonfrina. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering too if that might be one that appreciates maybe being under a low tunnel or just having a yeah. little protection, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Some flowers appreciate the protection yeah,
1: yeah so but they're so cute they're, <laughs> they're so just, cute yeah. and when you look at a
2: bouquet yeah. and you see those little balls yes. of cuteness yes. and um, I had some that were just like the, like a I don't know like a, just a beautiful like a raspberry purpley mm. kind of color that were mm-hmm. just so dynamite. And they just pop.
1: Yeah, yeah. They
2: just pop. It was like, that's how I felt about bachelor's buttons. Mm-hmm. I had those in very early spring. And mm-hmm. just having that yes. little, and the airiness kind yeah. of how they bounce, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, right. Oh. oh. Yeah. And nigella. <laughs> One of my very favorite things to mm-hmm. grow was love and nigella. Oh my gosh. And I even saved my own seed this year yes. to plant for next year. Yeah. That I do that.
1: Really I try to do that with some stuff. Like the calendula and the, and the morning glory, I love the morning glory, and I tried to get some, um, some, a few other things, and sometimes time gets away from yeah. it. Oh, it does. Yes. It does.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another year of conversations with people who live creative lives. Carol, any thoughts on today's episode?
1: Well, Paul, I really liked your question that you asked, Carrie, about the balance of science and creativity. I thought a lot of interesting things came out of that question. Well,
0: I felt like the, the two of you were talking about using all kinds of names of flowers I did not know and talking about what you did grow and didn't grow, <laughs> and and then Carrie ends up saying something about the, or maybe it was early on, she says something about uh you need to keep their little feet warm. (laughs) And she's talking about her plants, and I'm thinking, oh, she's being so creative with her plants and loving them so much. So, yes, it was really fun. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to this program. Would you like to see what else we do at Grow Me a Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our Fertile Ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative
1: life. Join us this coming Friday for episode three of our interview with local flower farmer, Carrie Alexander. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone, and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.